This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. So who are these billion-dollar cartels that are operating in the United States? Let's take a look at three of the big ones. Heard of the Sinaloa? The grandfather of Mexican drug cartels, they're the richest and most powerful mafia in the world. They operate in every single region of the U.S., dealing in cocaine, marijuana, meth, and ecstasy. Tucson, Phoenix, Atlanta, and Chicago are its major distribution hubs. The organization's former top kingpin, Joaquin Chapo Guzman, is often compared to Al Capone, with an estimated net worth of $1 billion. Then there's the Gulf Cartel. They began smuggling whiskey into the U.S. during the Prohibition era. But these days, they mostly traffic cocaine and marijuana. Based along the U.S. border and Gulf Coast, Gulf Cartel distributes all over the U.S., as far as Michigan and New York. Relations between the Gulf's leaders and the U.S. government were so deep that members of the Texas National Guard trucked tons of cocaine and marijuana from South Texas to Houston. But the Gulf Cartel has lost some influence in recent years to rivals, including its former mercenary wing, Los Zetas. Los Zetas was once the paramilitary wing for the Gulf Cartel, until they broke off to form their own cartel in 2010. They dominate the eastern side of Mexico. Some of the most heinous crimes, torture, mass murder, even decapitation, are regularly committed by Los Zetas as they battle it out with rival cartels over smuggling routes. They've established relations with gangs in cities that range from Houston to Chicago. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Thank God it's Friday. Imagine, can you imagine, if you're listening to what I'm saying, that there is no work week, that your life is not revolved around five days a week working and having to look forward to the weekend to have a good time. Well, I'm going to tell you one person for a fact that doesn't have to worry about that. Let's go Biden. He knows this. He wakes up every day. Someone changes his diaper. And then he mumbles something in front of a podium. Then he gets to go out and play. Thank God it's Friday. Because those of us that have to earn a living and have to work, We need those two days to just refresh and recoup with the massive things that are happening in this country. I got a big show for you tonight. I know it's Friday. I know you're going to spend time with your family. I I thank you for doing that. But this has been on my mind for many months, especially when 
the border of America is no longer a priority of protecting us. The reason I say that, it's, it's not dealing with the mass of people that want to come to America. What we have done on the southern border with Mexico is we have absolutely opened up a massive window for the cartels, the evil people of Mexico, to come into this country. And if you think we had a problem before with the cartels and the drugs, it is tremendously expedited today with this open border crap from Let's Go Biden. So we're going to talk about that today. The first thing I want to do is I want to play a clip from November 5th of 2019 when Trump was the president and he understood the importance of locking this border to prevent the cartel, the people that are destroying families in America through drugs and violence and murder. This is what they're doing. They want to destroy this country because once they can destroy it, according to communist manifesto ideas, you can destroy the country and then the government takes over and it, all of a sudden the government becomes the savior of the country and everybody flocks to the government. And this is what they're this is what they're doing. This is their mindset is allowing these criminals into the country to destroy the country, and then they're going to stand up and take control as tyrants in this country. So this is from November fifth of twenty nineteen. A national security crisis on our southern border. Is U.S. intervention appropriate? Is it legal? Let's discuss with the host of the aggressive progressive podcast, Chris Hahn, and former special agent in charge of the DEA Special Operations, Derek Maltz. Great to have you both with us. Thank you, Shannon. Great to be here. Okay, so the president today, he had a couple of tweets. This comes uh, from a combination of those tweets. He says, if Mexico needs or requests help in cleaning out these monsters, the United States stands ready, willing, and able to get involved and do the job quickly and effectively. Then Mexican, uh, Mexico's president in a morning press conference is quoted as saying this on the offer of help. It's not in agreement with our convictions. The worst thing is war. Derek, where do we go from here? Well, first of all, it was a clear evil act today. You know, to watch those families down there, to see those poor little kids burnt to a crisp. This is a wake-up call for America. We have the most ruthless violence that we've ever seen in the history of this country at our southern border. And by the way, Shannon, we have thousands of people that are dying every day all over America because of this poisonous fentanyl and methamphetamine and cocaine. So from my, my personal opinion, the, the game has is, is been stepped up. The Mexican cartels are really showing their true colors. They've been empowered by the weak and corrupt Mexican government. 
And now the president is standing up strong for the safety and security of the United States, which I like to hear. All right. Here's what Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican, has to say about that. In the real world, when three American women and six American children were gunned down and burned alive, the only thing that can counteract bullets is more and bigger bullets. If the Mexican government cannot protect American citizens in Mexico, then the United States may have to take matters into our own hands. Now that was 2019. This is 2021. When the administration, the leader of the free world, refuses to understand you can't open the border to everyone. Because not only do you get the good people, which I would think maybe a majority of them are good people trying to find a better life, but at least a very large number of these people are cartel infiltrating into this migration to enhance their ability to come into this country and commit crimes, drugs, etc. So Biden's all behind this. His administration is all behind this. And this is why. I'm going to read to you a number of articles from law enforcement today. Like I said, there's places you got to go to do the research. I do it for you so you can listen to me talk about it. But if you want to do it on your own, it's law enforcement today. Biden to criminals. Come on in. Welcome to America. Record number of illegal immigrants enter the USA. This is from November 2nd, three days ago. The Biden administration has had the welcome mat out for nearly 10 months. There was an old commercial from Motel 6, which, you know, kind of dates, <laughs> dates our age. Motel 6 had a great commercial. A lot of people followed that commercial where spokesman Tom Baudet used to say, we'll leave the light on for y'all. Well, this is exactly what Joe Biden has done for anyone and everyone who wants to come in the United States. Not only leaving the light on, but rolling out the welcome mat. According to American Spectator, Nearly 1.7 million illegal illegals were apprehended at the border in FY 2021. Now, when we talk about FY, that's from October to October. So October 2020, October of 2021. The highest number since 1960. This is, of course, in sharp contrast to what Biden was saying back in March so in March on ABC, this is what this ridiculous, mumbling individual said. I can say quite clearly, don't come. We're in the process of getting set up. Don't leave your town, city, or community. 
Biden may as well have winked when he said it. Nobody believed him, least of all the illegals who have been flooding to the border. Illegal immigrants have been coming to the U.S., not only from Mexico, but also from Central and South America and far beyond. When I talk about far beyond, there are Al-Qaeda terrorists that are going to South America so they can get into this country without even flying a plane into New York. Think about that. Talk is cheap. In the case of Biden, the spoken words is in his diametric contrast to his action, or more precisely, his administration's policy. Among those taking advantage of Biden's feckless immigration policies are those with criminal criminal records. Just like I was talking about, lots of criminals across the globe are coming in through that. Think about the, the southern border of the United States being a funnel. It's an open funnel for anyone on this planet to come through. And the United States has tremendous visa travel restrictions to come into this country. But a lot of other countries in South America do not. And thus, this is why we're getting this massive flood of criminals into America. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to actually start talking about the cartel, the real enemy that is coming across that border. I never thought there'd come a day I'd see my daddy cry But the way they're talking bad about this country He stood for all his life And the way they're hating everything he stood for Sure does make him mad Until they see what's on the other side They don't know what they have I'm not saying we don't have a few things We can fix here in our So stand up for the flag, 
Shake the hand and tip your hat to everyone And give your life up to the Father Show respect to one another before it's gone And before you tear it down Just remember there are people out there hungry Take your place in this country Before I move on to the cartel what I would like to present to you is scripture from the Bible. And people say many times that we're not loving our neighbors. We do love our neighbors. But part of loving your neighbor at the same time is not allowing evil to infiltrate this world. And Jesus Christ in Matthew 21, 12 and 13 explains that. When he reached the temple, he realized that evil money was actually taking over the temple of God. And he did something about it. And this is what Matthew 21, 12, and 13 states, And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Or thieves. This is what's happening in America. The greatest country that ever exists. We're allowing millions of people to come in this country and destroy it. Just like Jesus was talking about the temple. This is God's country. I really don't care if you agree with what I'm telling you, but I'm telling you this, this country was formed because of the God of the universe to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ across the globe at a level that has never, ever existed. And now it is being destroyed by the money changers. Those people that idolize money. Which brings us to the cartel. The cartel only cares about the billions that they can bring in. And they will subject any country. Just so happens they're just south of us. And they will 
subject any country to their money changers presenting drugs, murder, whatever it takes. So again, law enforcement today, Mexican cartel gunmen fatally shoot Texas woman during an attempt carjacking on the highway. This is not in Mexico. This is in Texas. This is in our country where the cartel is now taking over the southern border cities. According to reports, a cartel gunman shot and killed a Texas woman during a carjacking attempt along the highway that leads to a border city in Mexico. The shooting took place when 52-year-old Carmen Lorraine Martinez traveled in an SUV driven by her 55-year-old Martin Gomez, which is her boyfriend. Information provided by law enforcement sources revealed that the couple was traveling in a 2015 Chevrolet Transverse when a group of men began following them and then tried to stop them. An attempt to escape the gunman, the couple increased their speed. However, the couple did not see the series of road spikes that a separate group of gunmen had deployed on the entrance to the city. So you had these people working together to stop this vehicle. Once the SUV was forced to stop, the gunman fired at the vehicle, striking Carmen several times. After the shooting, the gunman told Gomez that it was his fault for not having stopped in the first place. According to the reports, the area where the deadly shooting took place is currently controlled by a cartel del Norastas faction of Los Setas, which we heard in the introduction. A hyper-violent criminal organization that has been warring with the Gulf cartel, which we heard in the introduction, for control of lucrative smuggling corridors in Texas. These people are here. Do you hear me? This evil is in the country. It's not across the Rio Grande. It's here today because this administration does not understand. You can't open the border to everyone. The last story I'm going to read you absolutely blew my mind because this is in New Jersey, not in Texas, not on the border in New Jersey. Anti-police, military bashing, drug cartel loving, New Jersey Deputy Attorney General caught mocking widow of fallen officer. This is a elected or appointed official in New Jersey 
as a deputy attorney general. Meet Brian C. Basaglia, a deputy attorney general for the state of New Jersey. It appears that Basaglia has held the position for over 10 years. The position of attorney general works under law and public safety gaming enforcement. In other words, he is a law enforcement official. The issue, Viscaglia hates police officers and the military and pretty much America in general. Law enforcement today was tipped off about Visaglia by a group in New Jersey who is involved in law enforcement. However, we will not reveal that name, and that's okay. A journey through Visaglia's Facebook page is an instruction manual on someone who pretty much hates anything and everything to do with law enforcement, which is a disturbing least from someone who is supposed to have the perspective of law enforcement officials. He is in a position to enforce the law, but he hates law enforcement. First of all, his profile picture, a photo of Bataglia and Pablo Escobar, a Colombian drug lord and narco-terrorist who was the founder and sole leader of the Medellin cartel. Great role model, right? These people are insane. These people are lost. And this is from his Facebook post on June the 2nd. Weird how I just made the mental connection that may be my issue with the police started when Galloway PD tried to pin a effing arson on me when I was 14 or 15. Now, no effing evidence and talked about white privilege. I remember my dad telling the cops to get the effing out of my house before I throw you effing out. And that's just what they did. The cops left. Guess we know this guy got his respect from law enforcement from his dad. And now he's in the deputy attorney general's position? How does this happen? (laughs) How my brain hurts when I think about this is... When the government doesn't do any kind of background information, and if they are doing this, they're they're accepting these radical, sick people into the government, which I think the latter is exactly what's happening. The last story I'm going to read to you is... Just the tip of the iceberg. I am a concealed carry instructor. I teach people to use weapons appropriately to protect themselves. And I also believe in the Second Amendment. 
the suspect cartel members seize 7 million rounds of ammunition destined for the USA. So there was ammunition that was coming out of Mexico to go into the United States. And this was on June 15th of 2021. And the cartel took it over. 7 million rounds. Get ready to pay for more ammunition after a two-truck convoy in Mexico was hijacked last Wednesday and had its entire U.S.-bound shipment of 7 million rounds stolen by criminals. The 7 million rounds were of various calibers and with the majority being 22, which is a smaller caliber. So they had larger calibers that was including shotgun shells. According to a report, the trucks carrying the precise cargo were stopped by gunmen in Mexico, south of the Texas border in the state of Guadalajugo. Probably didn't pronounce that right, which has a reputation of being an area of violence. According to Milano, the ambush occurred in the town of Cabana del Rey on Highway 57, which is a popular target for criminals as a large number of cargo vehicles drive through it. The trucks were found abandoned just a few miles away from the ambush and completely depleted of the ammunition. And like they say, thank God the drivers were not injured. Officials do not know who was behind the ambush, but we know, the cartel. But Mexico is infected with cartel violence, so the list of suspects may point to criminal networks involving the drug trafficking that's going on in Mexico. Like I said, you heard in the introduction this lady talk about three, only three of the cartels, the major cartels. There's hundreds of them in Mexico. I want you to think about in the 1920s when you had Al Capone and you had these evil people that were part of the mob. That's what the cartel is. The cartel is the Mexican mob. So now that we have almost eliminated the mob in America, they're taking over. Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. You got to hear this idiot. Now, this guy is on Fox News all the time. He is, you know, this leftist guy that Fox News puts on there so they can have a second opinion what's going on so you're not going to want to miss this listen to the bonehead award for tonight so chris we know there are already security and intel aid issues that come from the u.s trying to help out mexico the police do have cooperation across the border what do you make of senator cotton's suggestion that the u.s may have to get more directly involved if it's our citizens I think that the United States needs to respect the sovereignty of our neighbors to the south. And if the, our neighbors to the south request our help, we should absolutely give it to them. Clearly, they've got a problem that they are not handling well. But that problem is across their border, and it has not crossed into our border, as was suggested by the guest earlier. 
The president has done nothing do you, to do you slow mean the, the drug traffic, traffic or from do you the border. Mean the violence hasn't crossed the border. The violence, the violence that has not crossed this border, the and the drug violence. trafficking, quite frankly, is coming in. The drug trafficking is coming in more from our ports than from our southern border. The president has done nothing to slow the flow of immigrants uh, coming here illegally across the southern border. His wall is easily cut through with a knife, and uh, and frankly, this is just another thing the president will use to try to scare voters. And the president should be worried more about crime here in the United States, including crimes that he is being accused of, especially after what happened okay. earlier tonight in Kentucky. Let's, let's He's got a lot focused. to worry about. Let's stay focused. All right, Derek. These people that are on the left, including this guy in Fox, all they want to do is attack the president. They don't want to solve the problems. And at the time, 2019, the violence wasn't coming across into America. I, I think it was, but according to what he's saying, but now it's tremendous. It's everywhere. The cartel is in cities everywhere in this country. And I guarantee you, mark my words, you have not seen violence yet at a, an extreme that's fixing to happen. Because the way the cartel works, they will organize and they will control the people in the United States, and they will escalate it, just like Mexico. Just two weeks ago, a sheriff in a city in Mexico was elected, and within four days, he was assassinated. This is the power that the cartels have. Share the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, great weekend. I know this is, uh, you know, mundane, bring me down information, but it's the truth. Share the podcast. Get it out there. I'm going to leave you with this ending of this great song. This is the Gunny Out. So stand up for the flag. Shake a hand and tip your hat to everyone And give your life up to the Father Show respect to one another before it's gone And before you tear it down Just remember there are people out there hungry country So stand up for our flag or kindly give your place up in this country